Welcome in to the Husker Women's Basketball Postgame Show on 93.7 The Ticket. Welcome back, everybody. 93.7 The Ticket. Guess what? Huskers win. 77-44 over Wisconsin. The Huskers improved 14-4. And, uh, and it was quite the exhibition, quite the show at PVA tonight. Um, I hope you guys hung out a little bit earlier. Her, Priscilla, Joseph, and her do her thing. we got lots to look forward to. It is appreciated. Uh, I'm DP. I'm with Big Sky. Uh, let's go through some of the numbers. Big Sky, if you would, if you would tweet that out there. We are live and doing our thing so folks know that we're on air. Um, quite the quite the performance. And again, this is a great stretch for, for, for Nebraska. Um, a chance for them to kind of work on some things and get healthy and uh, forge their way into the rankings and get themselves in a better position um, within the conference. Uh, a couple of ball games of note coming up that they can figure out but this Husker team is 10 and 1 at home 10 and 1 at home and 500 on the road 1 and 0 on a neutral course this uh, elevates them to 3 and 4 within the conference so they'll move up a little bit uh, within the conference uh, you guys know the deal 402-464-5685 if you would please to reach out again the Huskers improved to 14 and 4 uh, we'll go up and down the lineup but uh it was a good night for Australia night. There were lots of parents in the building. Uh, and then this group will tee it up again Sunday at 2 o'clock uh, for Purdue. Uh, and then Tuesday night, uh, also at Pinnacle Bank Arena, uh, they will play Rutgers at 7 p.m. And then Thursday, next Thursday, 7 p.m., Penn State, Pinnacle Bank Arena as well. So a nice run of four straight uh, Big Ten games where they are all at home chance to elevate this record and move things up um it's good stuff across the board so uh let me go through the numbers a little bit and big sky will will tweet out what we're doing the tweet is live thank you sir we greatly appreciate it here are some numbers uh across the board the huskers shot uh they were 33 of 69 from the field they shot 48 percent they were eight of 25 from behind the arc um constantly on these shows i'm i'm circling free throws because it, there will come there will come a time in the Big Ten Conference in games that matter where free throws will have to be made. Uh, tonight they were three or six. They didn't take a lot, but 50% is not where you want to lay. Uh, nine turnovers, uh, but 25 points off turnovers uh, for the Huskers. 20 assists to nine turnovers. Man, those are enough. Those are good enough numbers to make a grown man tear up. Can the men's team do that, please? <laughs> Let's hope. Let's hope that's what we're going to do. Um, think about it this way. 20 assists on 33 made shots. Uh, they were plus eight on the re- on, on the boards. 43 to 35, the advantage there. Uh, 20 assists to Wisconsin's eight. Eight steals to Wisconsin's four. Uh, four block shots to Wisconsin's three. 19 offensive rebounds for the Huskers to the Wisconsin's 15. Uh, Wisconsin shot 32% from the field. They were 18 of 56 from the field. They were, oh, these numbers, these numbers 
should make most Nebraska fans cringe. They were three for 22 from, from three point land. Three for 22, big sky. Nebraska or Wisconsin? Wisconsin. Okay, I, was, I thought you were saying that was Nebraska. Like, no, Nebraska was 8 of 25. Yeah. Uh, wow, those are those are some powerful numbers right there. Wow, that's deep. That's deep. Um, through this, uh, let's go through the numbers. Alexis Markowski uh, with 15 points, 8 rebounds along the way. I'm going to bring you the full stats here in a second. Um, 15 points. On 6 of 12 shooting, she was 1 of 2 from 3. Uh, 8 rebounds, 3 of them offensive. Um, and no turnovers. Zero turnovers. Bravo. Uh, Sam Hybe with 11, 5 of 13 shooting, 1 of 5 from 3. She'll she'll get her stroke down. Her and Jess Shelley uh, both struggled a little bit from 3, but that's okay. That's what these games are for. Um, Jess Shelley, uh, 5 points on 2 of 6 shooting, 1 of 4 from 3. Uh, she had nine points, nine assists, and I'm sorry, nine five points, nine assists, nine rebounds uh, tonight. So uh, it's good. Uh, we just saw pictures of her parents being in the being in the building, so that's pretty good. Uh, and then behind that, there's a legion of Husker players: Ashley Scoggin uh, with nine, uh, seven for uh, Bella Cravens. It's good to see her back in full minutes. Uh, Widener with six. Uh, Moriarty with six, Bourne with six, uh, and then Brown with five, uh, Jess Shelley with five, as we said. Big Scott. So at 14 and four, the Huskers, they were they were ranked this week as a seven seed in the tournament, if the, if the tournament happened to a seven seed. Is this a top 20 team? Yes, but I love the energy. Stay disrespecting Nebraska. They're playing well as a disrespected team, so let's just keep it going. That's kind of where I'm at. And I want to give a huge shout-out to our girl Splashly, mm-hmm. showing out in front of the parents and the whole fam, actually, going yeah. three for six, shooting 50% from three. So uh, that's uh, awesome to watch. And, uh, yeah, I just I love, the, I love the vibe of just being that disrespected team. Well, folks need something to fight about, right? Absolutely. You need something to fight for. Um, the emergence of Alexis Markowski uh, is important and it's vital. I, I was trying to. I don't know if you caught it, and whether you saw it. Did Markowski start instead of Bourne? Yep, it looks like Bourne. It came off the bench. Cravens and Markowski one-two punch on the starting five tonight. Wow. I was going to say we got our answer to the question you were asking. We last were week. wrong. Yeah, <laughs> we were wrong. <laughs> I, I I was stunned, but like right, like I. If you're platooning, is he born? I think you're in a good place as a, as a team. You're in a very good place. Like I I, I didn't know that uh, that was in the works. And again, we don't know whether you know there's, it's health issue. Uh, there's several reasons why the, the starting lineup could have rotated, but I did not expect that to be the move. It was certainly wasn't what I was expecting. I don't think that was the answer I gave you. I had, I think I had Cravens coming off the bench, but right, like, but and but Cravens, like, the, both she and Bourne are captains, right? I, I'm not quite sure who the captains are on this team. I can, uh, I'll, I'll see if I can find it. For so you. the only here's what's funny: the only senior on this team is Michael Caton. So everybody else can come back. Eleven of fourteen are underclassmen. Yeah. Let that sink. 11, Let, 11 of 14. I thought it was, I thought it was 13. I, I, the stat I saw tonight was 11 of 14. So, 
Caton's a senior. Craven's graduated, but I didn't think she was a senior. Maybe she maybe she is. Maybe it's a, a difference in what you consider an underclassman. Okay. Because I consider sophomores and freshmen. Okay. Yeah. I, underclassmen, and, and they're seniors and everybody else in, in my mind. <laughs> I'm glad you, you, you disclosed what that was <laughs> so we know what it is. All right. So here we are. Um, through this week, and I am going to adjust this as we go. Um, I think this is an opportunity for this program to take over the lead spot. Uh, be on the lookout, Big Sky, for tonight's attendance versus this afternoon's. If you're the one that gets the. You're the one that gets those numbers. I don't get those emails. Yeah, I. I just, just keep reminding me to look and see what those are, um, because I asked the question before uh, the game. I asked the, the the question earlier today, which game would have more fans. Well, you asked me a similar question a week ago. It, you, you said if they're playing in the same building at the same time, which game am I going to go watch? Mm-hmm. And I gave you a very political answer both times. And I think we're kind of starting to see why uh, it should be the women's team that gets your eyes. Yeah, this is an opportunity, right? This is an opportunity for something good in this space to happen. Now, we have bowling. We have volleyball that made it to the national championship game. Uh wrestling's top 20 track is right track is top five they the way that they rank track and field i'm not even going to try and understand it they they'll rank each individual position group they'll rank the teams i can't tell you what the track team is ranking as a as a team within the nation but you're around it is this a top is this a top level nationals type roster they have they did some uh, moving around this last off season and they seem just really positioned to to do well i think they're one two three four and in, in men's throws their sprinting is completely overhauled and they're looking really good mm-hmm. uh the, so some of the coaching changes have have been real successes i would say so i think the track team is positioned to do well this year so for successful programs where would you rank the top what would who would you put in the top four top five athletic programs at nebraska Ooh, like bowling volleyball national championship national championship runner-up right uh this women's basketball team is really turning heads so i'll go ahead and say that they're in that top five okay in just straight terms of success gymnastics is in the top five okay gymnastics and then the obvious final answer is wrestling considering okay. their season last year okay okay so is this are we are we a women's basketball program? Is that what are we a well, women's the, basketball school? Is that what the the joke is that we're a volleyball school now, right? <laughs> and actually, I, I you see it every time that a men's team does poorly. It's just immediately we're a volleyball school. I'm trying to understand. The women take the floor, and again, they're facing they're in they're in the Big Ten conference too. Like it's tough in the Big Ten conference, period basketball at all whatever conference you're in and even when they were shorthanded they went on a run like we hadn't seen like they played they, they you know it's a 30 14 lead well now you you're starting to get players back and you would think that you had players who were upset about the change in the starting lineup but peep this number markowski again 12 shots 
15 points, 8 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 steal in 18 minutes. In 18 minutes. Look, if you're if you're coaching in the Big Ten <laughs> and you try to figure out how this thing's going to play out, uh, in 18 minutes, Izzy Bourne gave him 6 points and 5 rebounds. Bella Cravens, seven points in 22 minutes. 7.7 rebounds in 22 minutes. You're getting some serious production. Uh, wow. Annika Stewart, 10 minutes, four points, two rebounds. Your backup, your backup to your backup is giving you a, 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 a performance like that off the bench. Moriarty, who are we constantly surprised about the young lady? I think she really showed out in that last game against <laughs> Iowa. She was just, she was playing very physical, and she was taking hits. She was, she was, she was catching bodies on the way to the rim, uh, to use a to use a real basketball term there. Look at you go! I'm so proud of you. Yeah, look, I, 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 I it's almost like I read a book. <laughs> the nerve of you to actually investigate and uh, better, my, better my knowledge. Better right, myself. like the nerve of you. That's going to be dangerous when you when you go to Iowa. I just want to point. <laughs> They, yeah, yeah. That's gonna be dangerous. Like they're not. Like, who's this guy? Like, I can, I can, I can state fully that when you move into a new place and try to change the standard of how things are done, people don't often go with you. Maybe, maybe they'll just see my resume and they're like, "Oh, he spent a little time with DP." We get no, it. They, <laughs> no, they, they'll review that. They'll revoke everything. <laughs> we don't need that kind of trouble around here. <laughs> we don't. Um, again, the numbers to me. This is a night where they shoot 33 of 69. Um, they finish game strong. 43 rebounds. I'm I'm constantly surprised at how well this team is, is on the offensive boards. Like, what would we say if the men's program had 19 offensive rebounds in a night? Like, that would be the lead story, right? If they won a rebounding battle, that would be the lead story. And then if they got 19 offensive rebounds, which one do you think happens first for, for, for men's basketball? Well, neither of them are happening this year, it seems. <laughs> I, I, I I don't know. Like I said it at the beginning of the show. If only the men's basketball team could put up those types of numbers. You're talking about assist to turnovers, but – it, it's it's across the board. If the men's basketball team could put up the numbers of the women's basketball team, we would be we'd be on our way to a tournament berth. Here's so it's when they provide the insider numbers that I start to kind of chuckle. Um, Seventy-seven points in sixty-three possessions. Seventy-seven points. Wisconsin had forty-four points. In 69 possessions. <laughs> the Huskers scored on 56% of their possessions tonight. Well, isn't kind of the benchmark, <laughs> and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's a it's a point per possession that you're kind of looking for, right? They were, they were 1.22 points per possession. They, they turned over the ball 14% of their possessions. Still too high, but still not. I mean, not bad at all, right? Uh, they scored thirty-five times in sixty-three possessions. <laughs> I 
You're getting you're getting drunk on the numbers over they there. They know the same. They like they literally work from the same rules as as men's basketball. I, I think we're I, I think we're all on the same page here, DP. I, we 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 love what the women's basketball team are do, uh, is doing, and we only wish we could see it more when the other team takes the court at PBA. Now I will say this: uh, they were nineteen of twenty eight on layups. Now there are a couple of things in this in this stat that jump out. So they got twenty eight layup opportunities. Twenty eight. Chef's kiss. Magnificent. <laughs> oh. 19 of 28. So they converted on 19 of those. They had 12 fast break points and 19. They had 18 second chance points. <laughs> All right. Uh, what what blanket with possibly the zinger of the night here on the text line? If men's basketball got 19 off offensive rebounds, we would say in a victory against Stone. <laughs> All that is fair. That's absolutely fair, and we can't be mad about it. Did they get 19 rebounds in their game? Against... I think you should check. I'm checking. I, I would. I would dare. I'm willing to wager. No. Did Peru State give us? <laughs> He's actually going to search it. That's fantastic. ESPN didn't even cover the game, so right, I'm going right. to find somewhere else. <laughs> you have to go to the Husker site and pull up the stat sheet. Yeah, I just think that that. In a world of equal talent, there are certain things that you can you can position yourself to do. Nineteen offensive rebounds is on purpose. It's on purpose. Like you're not just going to luck your way into nineteen offensive rebounds. And there is some resistance because Nebraska basketball has a history, as far as the women are concerned, and being able to get offensive boards. Spacing allows this thing, long range of shot, being able to have eyes for a while. Defender's got his eyes up at the board, you can maneuver around that um, and, and get boards as we witness on a nightly basis against the men's program. So for 19 re offensive rebounds to happen and to be plus at a, at a level like that, that says Markowski's doing her business, Craven's born, and then Jazz Shelley, who, look, to have a point guard that gives you nine rebounds. A big part of my issue with the men's program is that they had not, in fact, uh, when Verge was putting up big numbers in rebounding, people dogged him about it. They absolutely dogged it. But this thing is in place that this Husker team has a chance with with four consecutive home games. Opportunity to put some space between them and the middle of the pack in the Big Ten Conference to maybe push themselves up beyond that projected seven seed uh, in the tournament and to, to put themselves in a position where they can have a, an opportunity to, to do some damage in the Big Ten basketball tournament. So don't give me the numbers yet. We'll throw it to break. Let's throw it to break. And we come back. Big Sky would tell us the numbers against Doan. And we will digest more of this women's 77-44 to victory at PBA. Now back to the Husker women's basketball postgame show on 93.7 The Ticket. 77-44 Huskers get a win over Wisconsin. At Pinnacle Bank Arena, this improves the record to 14-4 and sets them up with an opportunity to go 11 games over 500 on a good one. Sunday, 2 p.m., Purdue. I need to look at, at – uh, pulled up the Purdue statue 
earlier, so I want to be able to talk about that intelligently. So let me let me do that. While you're doing that, are we going to get a Scoggin family episode? Well, we're there, right? Like we're there. We, so we, we've we've got we've had mom. Yeah, we had we had Kyra. Right. So now we need dad and the brother. Right, and they're they're all here in Lincoln right now. I think I think I should effort that. I don't know how we would get to, but maybe maybe tomorrow, maybe we can do that before Saturday, or maybe we just do like a Saturday post game Scoggin family report. There you go. Get him. We have some uh, high school basketball Saturday. Yeah, two games on Saturday. What time? I don't know. I think they're early, so. Um, we might be able to pull it off because the post game show would be at four o'clock, and maybe we could try to get the Scoggin family down at like five, maybe. Yeah, maybe we can get them to come straight here from PBA. Although I think they're flying out that day, so that might be a little difficult. Six and seven thirty p.m. Oh, so we'll we will be actually the pregame show for the high school games, yeah. and I think you're going to have Kobe Webster. I think Kobe Webster Saturday. Yeah, because he can't do Friday. Well, my last day is Friday, so. Well, Nick will. Have, yes. Nick won't. Yes. Bach will have. That's what happened. There you go. There we go. It's Bach. <laughs> I panicked there for a moment. <laughs> I panicked there for a moment. I was like, wait a minute. Um, Purdue will come in thirteen and seven. They're four and five in the Big Ten. Um, they're eight and four at home. They're four and two on the road. Uh, a couple of of the recent performances, um, they beat Illinois. They lost by thirteen to Michigan. They beat Minnesota on Thursday. Uh, they lost to. They took number five Indiana to overtime. So uh, they lost to Iowa by thirteen, and then they beat Michigan State and Rutgers. So. Uh, Nebraska would probably be a slight favorite coming in, but what were the Doan numbers, sir? It was Peru State. It was Peru State. Okay. Uh, I believe they play in a, uh, the same division slash conference. Okay. Uh, Nebraska's men, 97, Peru State, 58. Mm-hmm. Uh, rebounding numbers, because those are the ones we're all patiently waiting for. Right. 12 offensive rebounds for Peru State. Uh-huh. Four oh. for Nebraska. Oh, good grief, Charlie Brown. <laughs> defensive rebounds 20 for peru state 29 for nebraska so it was 32 for peru state total 33 for nebraska so differential of plus one go back to last year's game against Dome. oh gosh go back to last year's game against Dome, and that is our that is our our final hope for a dominant offensive rebounding performance i'm gonna need that from you Dome. Is what, and actually, I thought Doan. Actually, if I recall, Doan played them tough for a half. <laughs> All right, we've it was one hundred and ten to sixty four. Okay, let's see if they uh, have a nice little. Oh, we got the box score ready to go. Okay. All right, offensive rebounds for Doan mm-hmm. nine, defensive twenty five. Okay. Nebraska offensive rebounds thirteen, defensive rebounds forty two. <sighs> Couldn't get the 19. Couldn't get the 19. Couldn't get the 19. It's, there's just too many big men in NAIA basketball or or division Dome. division two and three basketball. 
Look, I'm gonna root for him. I just, I'm. <laughs> that's just brutal. That's just brutal. It's fantastic. Oh, I've never been so wrong about a thing. I've never been. So <laughs> I've been. I so in full disclosure, like I really like this roster. I like the coaching staff. I like the roster. I understand what they're trying to do. I don't understand why they can't do what they're trying to do. I don't understand why they cannot do what they are trying to do. Well, like I told Bach on the water cooler today, talented individuals. Then you watch, you, you go and watch the game and you don't think that it's a talented team, but you know, it's comprised of talented individuals. Even the coach is a talented individual coach. Mm -hmm. We saw it at Iowa state. He's proven that. Mm. And that is a power six basketball program. Yeah. So it's not like, a UCF to Nebraska. <laughs> great, great reference. Good. Yes. Good. It's, it's not like that. We, we know he can do it at this level. Good. Yet it just doesn't come together on the court. It's, it's mind numbing. It's mind boggling. If I, if, if I hadn't seen them in practice running the system as it's intended to look now, what may have happened is the level intensity level at practice there is a thing that's that's a fake hustle sort of intensity. But often the mechanics that fall in place in those spaces are brought to games. And it's the same that I've talked about with Nebraska football. There are things that you can see in practice that work at timings practice that do not work at games practice because the players in their head aren't playing at the same pace or space. Right? Practice how you play. you got to right? practice how you play. Well, they think they are. They think they are. Like you think if you put you go and you put up 200 shots, like I work hard that day. There's a difference between putting up 200 shots and then putting up 200 shots against pure closeout. Uh, putting up 200 shots when you've run up and down the floor before you took the shots. 200 shots from this from different places on the floor. Take 200 shots from the most difficult place on the floor, rather than the place that you're most comfortable. Like there's there's all these things. Take free throws when you're tired, rather than when you're when you when you when you're not. Um, do box out drills within competition so that you're not just focused on you're not standing still and stationary boxing out you're playing in a space so the way you would drill that is i would put five defending defending players at the spots on the floor that they would defend in transition right so i would throw the ball to the other end they would sprint to the other end and then they would come back so everybody has to go touch the half court line and then come back and defend that half court in space to box out in that space is different than if you're just all standing in the box and you're battling for position from a standstill. Well, the obvious conclusion from what you've just said is men's team does it wrong. Women's team does it right. Is that what you are seeing? Yes. Yes. Because in truth, Nebraska still doesn't have the type of Big Ten talent that other Big Ten teams have. Markowski is going to be a monster. She's going to be all conference one day. Going to be. Uh-huh. Bella. Not, not Bella, Bella is a is a, is a is a bona fide Big Ten big, but she's not what we see in some of the other places. Zingano from Iowa. That's that's the Big Ten prototype. Um you know, Naz Hillman, bona fide. But what this group does is they commit to the next play that needs to be made, whatever that play is. 
and I'll, I'll be very specific about this. There is the difference between you producing a show at the highest level rather than you doing the next thing at the highest level constantly. So you know where all the gadgets should be and where the levers should be. Your ability to get to them on time and in place is way more important than the fact that they exist where they are. Right? So you know the level that my microphone should be. Do you set it there and just turn the button off or do you turn the button off and bring the lever down? Not everybody can do both. The ability to do both gives you comfort in knowing that you can do that and then get your microphone at the right level on time and then get the programs that you need to launch at the same time. DP, I had your area disinfected before you even showed up. Right? Me. Like this is this is this this is this is what we're talking about. You can tell when somebody's been coached and when they haven't <laughs> because there's behaviors that allow that listen, there are things that need to be done. You know they need to be done. You can fake hustle, which is make sure that everything is in place, but that doesn't mean it's clean. So the fact that you took the extra step is women's basketball. The assumption that it would be done is men's basketball. <laughs> well, hopefully no one that we bring on later is men's basketball. Uh, <laughs> I We will have that conversation. Producer rivalry. Let's we go. Will. Let's go. <laughs> you know, just imagine you can hear them say, yeah, but he was no big scat. Like, <laughs> he was, he's a fine producer, but he's no big scat. I'm talking about Nick. because. Oh, oh well, I'll let you two work that out. Well, we did a bit on Monday night. Uh, is that the the whole reason I'm leaving is because I hate Nick? So I just just keeping the fake magic alive. Well, at least you didn't you didn't tell people it was me because that would be the public thought. Is that well, DP chased away another ninety three seven the ticket employee, and I'm like, no, I haven't, I haven't. That's not that's not my place. That's not how I work. I think we all had a good laugh going through the uh, Facebook comments uh, on the on that one post. Oh man, it's, it's, it's amazing. Right. Like just, there's so many people and I tried to ignore people, rude people on the text line and rude people on social media. Like I tried to ignore them, but there's a time, there is a time when I'm just done. <laughs> I'm just done listening to people be jerks and like, okay, I'm a nice guy. I'm a fun guy. Until, as John, as Patrick Swayze said, until it's time not to be nice. <laughs> I'm nice until it's time not to be nice. And people, when they talk about men's basketball, like we joke about men's basketball. But there are people who are venomous about men's basketball. My thing is, even if you thought they were terrible, why be angry about it? Like you're still a fan. Like if you can cheer them when they do well, you should probably still be a fan when they don't do well. Well, I think I can come on with the most vitriol about anybody when it comes to the football team. Who do you give vitriol about? Well, that's the thing. I, I think I come across that way. But, you know, I, I went out and I gave a very low season record prediction for the football team. And then I proceeded to follow it up by saying no one wants me to be more wrong than I want to be wrong. I, I say this. Right, but that's factual. That's so. And I, but, and I, I watch every game with the same excitement. Right. And I, 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 I get, I, I was working a cashier job at Shields at the time. So I would record the game. I'd get off and driving 
back from my job, I would be listening to the game because I still love it and right. I don't bear hatred. It's just this is what I am observing. Well, it's like it's like wet blanket. Wet blanket goes through this thing functionally. Yeah, it's it's a bit sarcastic. You can't take yourself too seriously, right? But to just say, listen, he thought, well, they're not going to rebound, so they're not going to be good. My thing is, they're not going to rebound, but they should be good enough at other things to kind of offset that, and they're not. And they will say that they're not. And I'm, I have no like, Wet Blanket has no venom about saying, look, hey guys, pump the brakes because it's it's not that good. I want him to be wrong, and he wants to be wrong. But he's not. So, okay, put your man panties on and say, listen, you guys don't rebound well enough. And then hold people accountable to it. Like, my thing is, I don't have to be right about everything I say on here. Look, I've been wrong as a scout. I've been wrong as a coach. <laughs> I've lost 22% of the games I've I've coached. If, if you're Like, wrong- that's a big number. Like, that's a big number until you put it in the real perspective. I mean, if you're right all the time, you're probably not doing radio in Lincoln, Nebraska, because you're a multi-billionaire on sports gambling. <laughs> nobody gets rich from that. <laughs> not nobody. Most people don't. Get but if you're right 100% of the time. My, if I was right 100% of the time, my wife would divorce me. <laughs> <laughs> I would be single. Well, the woman is right 100% of the time. She's She will tell you she's right 100% of the time, knowing that I'm giving her 3% just because I love her. <laughs> <laughs> just cover a lover. And that's how that works, right? That's how that works. When you 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 can love Husker men's basketball, you can root for them to do well. You can be disappointed when they don't do well. Don't it's no different than your sons and daughters going to their piano recital and biffing it or going, going and playing baseball and go, okay, I'm not gonna show up anymore. Okay, those people, I don't want you there anyway. Like you shouldn't be there. But the reality behind it is it's much more fun to do this thing that we do when the teams that we cover are good. It's much more fun when we know them. It's much more painful when we know them and they lose because we care. Like, it can't, you know how many days talk to Feldarius pain after a game and you, it's just the pain on his face. The days after the game where you talk to Kobe Webster and it's just like, man, we can't figure it out. Like, we think we figured it out, but we haven't. The days after the game, we talked to Buzzy, and it's like, oh, man. I remember talking to Harvell when they went to their streak, and he was like, man, this is a terrible streak. Man. We'll get it right. We'll get it right. Like losing losing a series that they shouldn't have lost. And, you know, oh, man, you know, sometimes it just happens that way. You, you talk to Damian Daniels, and you see him hurt, and you see him in pain, and you hear people talking about him not knowing what this kid's going through. Like this kid's playing with one arm. Adrian, you got a high ankle sprain and, and a broken jaw. Uh, give the kid a break because he's tougher than you are. But well, I, I think everyone that has ever participated in a sport has gone through a similar experience, if not on a team level, on an individual level, because you're never going to perform at what your highest ability is to your to your own standard. If your jaw was wired shut, would you come to work tomorrow? Probably. Well, I, I got my wisdom teeth out and I took an extra day off for, right, Christ, like for, you take, for Christmas. Right. Like you take a day, right? You simply take a day. There are days when I'd like to n- no strike that. I love what I do, so I get to come to work rather than I have to go to work. So, but there are days when I really just want someone else to run the ball. There are days when I just want, hey, Mark, 
take the ball. I love it about good teams when good teams find those people, you know, Moriarty, uh, Widener, Brown, Porter, Stewart, who will carry the ball when Sam and Jazz and Izzy can't. I think the idea, I mean, Casey Tamanaga carried the ball for this team at his own harm and loss against bigger, stronger, faster players simply because they needed for him to do so. Him playing on a wing in the Big Ten Conference is not ideal. But guess what? Brian Bach's not available. Lat can only give you X number of minutes. Your shooter's out with his elbow in the wing, with his shoulder in the wing. What do you do? Well, he bucked up. He bucked up. And you still root for him. But my goodness gracious, man. Uh, watching people go through what they go through, um, I'm trying to be less venomous about how I talk about sports. And I like being around people who are less venomous when they talk about sports. Well, it's like watch it's like political commentators. No matter what side, you just marvel at their ability to live in negativity all the time. And that's not something that I I I can do and I I see it I see it befall anybody who gets I, too into it either way. They just are very angry all the time and it's one of the reasons why I made a very concerted effort to distance myself from politics when I got to college. I was like, this makes a lot of people very angry. I don't want to be an angry person all the time. <laughs> well, I'm from D.C., so I'm from the space where politics lives. And here's the thing. I think most people need to deal with how deal with politics the way D.C. does. See, D.C. is, 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 the, is the land of Oz. <laughs> D.C. is the land of Oz where you find out that when you pull the curtain behind, there's performance, the grand big voice and all the power, the, the pyrotechnics and all of the things of, 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 of demeaning and, and lowering people. And then you pull back the screen and you realize that he's just a man. That's politics and that's DC. And sometimes that's sports. Sometimes that's the text line. Sometimes that's the call line. That I was raised in a place where I understood that the way people performed on television and radio performed. So you're either, if you're on, if you've got a microphone, you're either educating or performing. That's it. That's it. You're either educating or performing. And that sometimes in this space, you talk about sports. We can talk about sports in a way where other people will get angry. But here's the reality. We are FCC. We are brick and mortar. We're not a podcast. We're not six buddies at the barbershop. We're not friends that are eight beers into the conversation and can say whatever they want. If I'm wrong, I'm accountable for it. And, and everybody knows what I'm wrong about. I don't know or nor do I remember the things that listeners are wrong about because in the reality is they are giving, they're being a fan. I'm either educating or entertaining. 
we do have on the phone line somebody who is wrong 100% of the time, my mortal enemy, and Uh-oh. the reason why I left the station, Nick Sainert. Yeah. Nick, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. How's it going, guys? We're good. We're good. <laughs> What'd you see tonight? Guys, so we're, we're, we're sticking with that, that you hate me, right? We're sticking with that? Oh, well, we, I, just, I, we decided we both hate you, and then uh, oh, we were going to slander you on social media. Yeah. Perfect. As long as uh, we get some listeners in the, the comment section saying that's why, if I leave ever, which hopefully not, that's why I left. Let's just do that. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Perfect. I'm glad we're all on the same page. No, I mean, it was it was good that Nebraska, one of the teams got a win tonight, right? But I was kind of intrigued right out of the gate because obviously the different starting five out there for, for Amy Williams chose not to start um, Izzy Bourne, but we were kind of all talking there and the kind of consensus thought that we got was maybe with having a a player like Alexis Markowski, who's really burst onto the scenes as of late and now having a healthier Bella Bella Cravens as well, maybe bringing Izzy Bourne off the bench may give her more looks in the post. It may give her more opportunities on offense. Plus we've talked about it before Nebraska women's basketball is so deep. And and we see that with players like Allison Widener and Kendall Moriarty and Ani Stewart even who continue to impress that Amy Williams is comfortable and it seems like this whole team is is comfortable and understands that their spot is not safe each night. So I thought that was really encouraging right out of the gate. But I, I have to tip my hat to Jazz Shelley once again because we talked about it all the se- all season long, but really tonight when she didn't have any points. Not not because she was missing shots. She just chose not to take a lot of shots tonight and really distributed the ball well, nine assists, nine rebounds going into the fourth quarter. It, it was fun to watch, and that's something that a lot of other programs, if they're not winning games, they don't have a player like Jazz Shelley, and that's why Nebraska is 10 games over 500 right now, or at least a big part of why. They have the opportunity, four straight home games at PBA, uh, a, a nice portion of the schedule. Uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see if they can put this one down and get a win sat, a Sunday against a 13-7 Purdue team. What's going to be required? Well, I, I think Purdue, um, looking a little bit at what they've, what they've played previously and stuff, I know they've played Indiana close. I know they've played a couple of other teams close as well. I mean, I believe, if I remember correctly, they beat Michigan State, which was a team Nebraska didn't play too well against. So if you want to stack that up, um, it's definitely going to be a competitive game. But it's going to be the same thing that, that we talk about each each time before Nebraska women's basketball plays. It's stick to what they know what to do well, right? And and kind of this identity or what Amy Williams wants to do is shoot three ball well and play strong defense. Well, they did that tonight, right, holding Wisconsin under their average. <clears throat> Excuse me. And they didn't shoot the three ball well right out of the gate, but – that defense made up for it, right? Holding Wisconsin, I think three of 22 I saw from deep on the night, which Wisconsin's not a great shooting team, but if you can get stops on defense that can put you guys out into transition, and that's where Nebraska wins basketball, especially with a distributor like Jazz Shelley can really help you win a, win a basketball game. It was We were just talking about 19 offensive rebounds for this team. Mm-hmm. 19. Uh, we look back at Doan and we look back at some other performances by the men. Uh, no, 13 is where they were. We didn't, we, they never yeah, reached 19. Yeah, it's like it's so balanced. And, and DP, I'm sure you guys have talked about that too, but like this team is just so balanced. They have 
Um, at least from my eye, they have almost every piece that's needed to really stay competitive in the Big Ten Conference the whole season. Like I don't like they started out hot and undefeated, and obviously, and that was a big storyline. But I feel like there was still some doubt early on when they were you know eight and zero, nine and zero, and in this team because of the competition that they were playing, despite what the scoreboard says. But now I feel like people are starting to realize how balanced this team is and how deep they are yeah i i think the 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 fact that you could play the young folks in a a, a meaningful game against iowa uh with three of your five starters not in the starting lineup compete get off to the great start that you did play valuable minutes in this thing um along the way we'll extend this team season uh, as they get later to it uh 14 and 4 nick they they have yeah. an opportunity to, to do some work, man. Let, let's see what happens on Sunday. Are you producing? Are you hosting the the post game show Sunday? What are you doing? So I think so. I'm going to head to the game for for three quarters. I'm going to leave at the third end of the third, and hopefully, let's hope that it's a Nebraska blowout so that I don't miss the, the ending of a, of a really good close game. But I'm going to leave at the end of the third quarter, and I'll come back and and I was I'll do the post game show. And if you want to join me, you're more than welcome. Yeah, I think I'll I'll zoom in. <laughs> Perfect. Sounds, sounds good. All right, Nick. Well done. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you guys. See you tomorrow. Nick Sainert. Uh he was down at PVA tonight, so it was fun. All right, Big Sky. It's it's been a great evening. Um, the ladies uh allow us to to walk out of here with a with a with a little bit more peace of mind and uh we can feel better about it. Uh you've got one more day. One more day. What do you want to accomplish tomorrow? When do you so what shows are you coming on tomorrow? I'll be on the water cooler and then I have high school uh high school sports and then what's the buzz? I think you should come on one on one tomorrow. If you would like me there, I can I be think there. she's a Friday day together. Come on. I all right, I'll accept your invitation. Yes, let's do that. I think I think we should spend the final morning together. Greatly appreciate it. All right. Are you gonna are you are you going out on me early here? Let's go out. All right. All right. It's been Sounds a long good. day. It has been a long day. And tomorrow at seven is early. It is early. Yeah, I used to do the I used to do the five o'clock thing, and I do not envy you, <sighs> folks. We'll leave this on a win. The Huskers win at seventy-seven forty-four over Wisconsin, improved to fourteen and four. We're out of here for the night. Talk to you tomorrow. Go big red. Right.